And here's George talking about movies. Thanks, Jonathan. Yes, it's time for movies with George. Morena to you, Giorgio. Hello. Hey, yeah. Good. Good. Yep. Beautiful day. It is a bit too beautiful on the walk in. Uh, but that's all right. I went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Mm. Screening at Rialto. Uh, it's a two and two hour and fifteen minute movie uh, biopic um, about you guessed it, Queen, uh, and more specifically Freddie Mercury. And I guess a big chunk of the movie is about the song Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, so, I mean, this had a uh, we've been hearing about this movie for years actually it mm. had a troubled production history uh nonetheless it was you know it, it didn't show any signs of having a troubled production history it was still coherent but people remember that sasha baron cohen was going to play the role as freddie mercury yes yes and he had a bit of kerfuffles with that i believe yeah yeah so there was uh the the official line was that you know um uh tensions and and creative uh, direction or something like that and uh, the director also changed uh, pretty you know later on in, in the movie as well um, and it is interesting I mean this is a movie that is made by Queen as well they were very involved the band uh, was very involved in the production of this movie mm. uh, and so <clears throat> what you get is a you know i i went along and it was a very busy um theater with uh older uh, couples as you can imagine and this is definitely a movie for them it's definitely a crowd pleaser uh and i can imagine the the cynic would say that it is perhaps uh hollow i think you know what it is is it's one of those kind of um the the you know surface surfing kind of montage of of a rock and roll band of a rock band uh of an amazing rock band nonetheless uh that you know uh, experimented and and crossed boundaries uh in terms of musical genre and uh also obviously um the uh the the gender uh kind of stuff as well um you know messing with masculinity and all of that but the movie represents this as you know, a cool montage of a band's history, uh, condensed, um, smooth and slick, uh, and you know, n- not um, not too much of the negativity or or any of that. And then at the same time, weirdly, because of that condensing, <clears throat> it is not an historically accurate accurate yes. film at all. Mm. <coughs> and that's interesting as well because I mean Queen as I said they were basically producers on this movie uh, and so yeah it goes from uh, 1970 and Freddie Mercury uh, he you know meets the the band who was Smile at the time uh, and then it goes from there through you know Bohemian Rhapsody and some other things uh, to 1985 and the Live Aid uh, concert and I mean that you know that uh, there's too many historical inaccuracies uh, that I only learned uh, last night really uh, to name. Um, um, but one of them would be, and I, I think this is quite interesting, is that 
in the movie he uh, is diagnosed with AIDS uh, before the live, just before the Live Aid concert. Um, when in reality it was after the Live Aid concert. Uh, and I think they've done that so that they can end on the Live Aid concert and the Live Aid concert in the movie goes for 20 minutes. It goes for their whole set. They've, really? They've totally recreated uh, th- their set at Live Aid. And um, I think they wanted to end on that high note when in reality things uh, ended on, on a darker note, really, uh, if you looked at the whole, the whole timeline. Uh, so I think that that really does indicate what this what kind of movie this is but yeah no it's like you know it's a pretty solid movie um there's some great comedic moments and i think best of all rami malik uh as freddie mercury uh totally brilliant um you know i was just i was just mes- mesmerized by him really i mean i he was he he got my full attention um a- as i watched the movie uh, and you know his, he definitely brought something uh, to the character. Uh, didn't try to just, you know, um, you know, basically like imitate, but really kind of add something. Uh, and I, I thought that was great. And the problem I'm having is because of all the inaccuracies. Yeah. I, and there was a lot. There is a lot, like you said. Mm. Um, like I've been reading, and it's a troubled amount. And the thing is, a new generation's going to see this film. Like some people may know the inaccuracies. You mean you didn't? No, I didn't. No, and and if you didn't, but find, I'm not a and fan it, of Queen. Yeah, but if you didn't find out about them, you would have thought that's exactly how it was. Oh, this was made by Queen, so this must all this stuff must be how it actually mm. was. Well, so it's it, doing if, him a disjustice by lying about a lot of stuff, yeah. like how he met his like long-term partner, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, if I if I knew if I didn't know that movies um, quite often do this, then maybe I would have. Been oh yeah, 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 they do, they do. But I mean, no, no, you, you're 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 totally right. And I mean, this is, um, I mean, the, the 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 fiction and the non-fiction is well and truly already uh, um, collapsed into one another. Mm. Um, in, in most things, and I hear, I'm hearing things like you know, Brian and um, an old mate. They made it really the way they wanted to do it, and they are, mm. you know, th- and they come off really great. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and shining, and stuff. Um, Brian May comes across as his perfect self, the, yeah. the intelligent uh, and kind of warm guy that I, I imagine. Uh, he is, but this is um, as I think you're saying it is a sanitized kind of. Is there thing. much John in this film? John was the bass player. Uh, no, a little bit. It's really the typical bass player, right? As, as as you can imagine, Brian May, played by Gwilym Lee, um, is is a supporting role, and then obviously Mary Austin, uh, the love of of Freddie Mercury's life, played, <laughs> played by. Uh, uh, Lucy uh, Boynton I've written this down in a very scribbly manner um, also other supporting actors uh, Tom Hollandia uh, who was a great um, actor but he was kind of just standing around doing what he does in, uh, usually in his these kind of roles he was like their lawyer uh, and Mike Myers an M, uh, EMI uh, executive 
uh, who uh, was not very Mike Myersy. I, I guess he was in a way. He was kind of you know um, very demanding of the band. You know the the, the record executive kind of character. Um, but yeah, Rami Malek, man. Um, I you know I, I really really liked that guy and I uh, thought he was great. Um, yeah, John Deacon is the unsung hero of that band. He wrote so many great songs, and no one really thinks about it or knows about it because he's that typical bass player in the background. But he wrote like um, "You're My Best Friend," "Want to Break Free," mm-hmm. "Friends Will Be Friends." So many great songs. Well, and I, th- I think if you knew like more about about the band members, um, then you would have picked up more on it. Um, yeah, I'm going to be pissed off. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I mean. It kind of sounded like the the old fellas behind me were enjoying it, though. I mean, you know, and surely they. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Although, there's another interesting thing is that you know these these old bands, quite often the fa- fans will not know much about you know the internal kind of dynamics, but they'll know heaps about the albums or whatever. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, but it's been, it's been totally trashed. It has. It has. It's been. I mean, it's a. It's. <laughs> But it's a real. It's quite a. You know, it's quite a slick movie, uh, and as I keep saying, the Rami Malek dimension um, makes it really enjoyable as well. And I think, I think, you know, I think it's a kind of. I think you know the the general population will really enjoy this movie. Yeah, yeah. we'll All right. have fun with it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to to. And I mean, it's kind go. of it's kind of like a music video, really. You know. Rami Malek hardly sings. I mean, by the time they've done all their their lip syncing and everything like that, uh, from original um, music and also uh, professionals who have recreated uh, the um, music, um, Rami Malek is basically lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he does a great job at it. <laughs> interestingly enough, um, Adam Lambert gets a cameo role. Yeah, in yeah. the film, because uh, of course he is now the singer of Queen. Yeah, which is bizarre. I mean, that that kind of indicates where things are at. Well, yeah, and then, you know, I I often wonder how Freddie would feel. Yeah, about um, somebody taking over his role within the band and singing. Well, not all his songs, but you know, um, it is pretty weird that people that these bands do that. I mean, yeah. because they. You know, they become the they they're a big, huge corporation, really. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they just made this movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, real too. Speaking of corporations, um, they were all the roost <laughs> in the United States. Um, if yes. You, if if you're a lobby group, um, you do pretty well. And I would imagine a lot of um, companies like the old Blackwater and stuff like that would be doing quite well right now with uh, hordes of people heading for the border in the United States. Yeah, now, like George to- doesn't have a show anymore on Radio 1, not at the <laughs> moment. Um, so he messaged me last night and said, I'd like to talk about the midterm election. I said uh, I said a predictive review, and then I was like, "Oh, preview." Yeah, <laughs> it's a preview. Yes, it is a preview because well, the elections are tomorrow, um, and Our they time. are a big deal. Um, I mean, I think uh, we could probably both agree that the Senate is really not going to shift too much. No, nah. uh, but it's the House that's the big one here. Yeah, well, I and mean, it's funny because you know, for 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 years on Radio One, I've been saying it with, with these elections that it's usually the Senate that shifts, and then the House stays the same but yeah things are really um, up for grabs and I think it could go uh, you know totally 
either way. I mean, there's still Senate races that will be uh, of an interest, just listing them. Uh, um, uh, Indiana, Florida, Missouri, Arizona, Arizona, Nevada, and Montana are ones that you know the 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 wonks have as as toss ups, basically. Well, it's interesting. Florida as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and the, these are ones these. These are ones that, you know, that analysis goes beyond uh, polling and, and all that kind of thing to really dig deep. I mean, you know, the number stuff is amazing. It's amazing that the work that the pollsters um, d- do in that regard. But, yeah, so 435 um, seats in the in the House. Uh, there is 35... So that's all of the House. Yeah. Uh, and then 35 seats of the Senate out of 100... Uh, and also 39 um, governorships or gubernatorial races uh, yeah, and as well. Yeah, a lot of other stuff. There's state legislators as well. Yeah. They're up, um, which are huge. Um, you've got lawmakers throughout different states up for grabs, um, sheriffs and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the, all the fun stuff that they do over there. So many. So, uh, they're crazy in the states. That, yeah. You know, they elect everything. But, yeah, those the state level ones, uh, you know, pretty strongly um republican uh and also i mean the democrats you know have an uphill battle even with even looking to secure the house uh in terms of voter suppression uh, mm. and the mm. redrawing of of district lines going to come to that yeah yeah um um id laws um so many things it's horrible hearing the story stories like the guy the republican running in in georgia is also the Secretary of State there, who basically oversees the elections, and he hasn't recused himself. And so you're getting stories, you're getting these, you know, really dodgy stories about local Georgia State Police um, pulling over a bus full of of um, black voters who were off to um, early vote, uh, and that kind of thing. And and also, you know, in places like Texas, you actually have to be deputised by the local police force in order to be a volunteer that goes around um, enrolling people to vote. Mm, mm. Uh, so there's just heaps of stuff like that. Um, and, I mean, you know, it's usually uh, usually targeting uh, minorities. And then, you know, but also on the flip side, in a place like Texas, you know, demographic changes, um, you're getting to the point where Ted Cruz... Um, is is in trouble um, to a certain you know to a certain degree. Um, I mean, I think he'll still win in Texas, but it is amazing. Uh, uh, you know, I think over the last ten years we have seen um, Democrats uh, get better and better in, in 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 a place like Texas. So yeah, I mean, they're deliberately taking people off the roll if they've been out of state for a day. Yeah, in yeah. some places, like <coughs> you left the state, you no longer live here. Yeah, no, it's it's really evil stuff. It is, and it just goes to show the American climate. Like right now, it's um, mm. you know, the place is just falling apart. It's absolutely falling apart, and and the the ruling elite will do anything um, to hold on to that power. But they're just on, on a, it's just horrendous. Mm. Yeah, and. It, it seems like the you know the the message the the way to hold on to that power at the moment is racism basically yeah immigration i have been surprised the the democratic party have you know really um tried to nail home the healthcare stuff and use that as the the main kind of thing 
um, as opposed to this, you know, the kind of wishy-washy Russia and, you know, um, manners and norms kind of stuff that I don't think works. Are they f- trying to fight um, the actual people running and and not Trump? Are they? Yeah, they yeah. Think- I think that I think that's really the way that they sh- they should be going. And, yeah, and it seem it seems like it seems because like people that. might be tired of that shit, you know. Yeah, I think they. Are. I mean, you know, the 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 districts that are really interesting are ones where people voted for Obama and then voted for Trump. And there is a lot of those people in America, and those are the people that the the Democrats need to get back. Mm. Not not the you know not the middle class or whatever. Well, tariffs are starting to impact a lot of American workers now as well. So a lot of those areas that voted for Trump and in, in, in the Rust Belt and stuff, because there were a few, mm. um, they're really starting to hurt. Um, not this, not the steel workers, of course. Like what? How many? Three thousand of them. Um, but the millions have been put out because <laughs> of that, because of the tariffs put in because of steel. Um, you know, people are starting to lose their jobs. Great unemployment rate, I must, you know. Well, yeah, on paper, the economy is great. Um, but and but it, it's the Republicans, ha- interestingly, have have seen immigration as something more to run on than, than the economics. Um, I think I think because they're, I, I think they're maybe I think they've been worried about healthcare stuff. You know, since the election of Trump, I mean that was a big thing during the election, and uh, yeah, yeah, pre-existing conditions, right, is, is is a huge one. Yeah, and then other social welfare stuff, you know, um, pensions and and that kind of stuff, uh, especially in the regions you're talking about. I think that's that's huge. I don't think they want to hear about Russia investigations in no. DC. No, to be honest, I think that's <laughs> going to, that's going to turn a lot of people off. Uh, and the thing is about the Republican base is they vote. Yeah, it's always the left that doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's continuously. So it's going to be easy it's, left. It's going to be real. It's going to be really interesting. Um, it would, the results will start coming in about two p.m. tomorrow, mm-hmm. and. Uh, People can watch like NBC or whatever on YouTube. They usually Fox. they have a, <laughs> have a YouTube thing up, uh, and then you know it might go from like two to like seven or eight or nine our time uh, tomorrow. So yeah, we'll see what happens. It could go either way, guys. Are you were you like maybe watching the whole thing? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not coming in. Tomorrow. Uh, not coming into school. Mate. Yeah, to school you'd be coming ready one if you were here. This you know you're not going to be like that lazy bloody newsreader this morning. One Andrew, uh, jokes. Uh, hey, well, thanks, George. All good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, keep an eye out. Um. There will be regular updates. Um. Across the internet, you'll be able to find it if you if you don't want to watch it, but you want to have a little bit of a squizzle on what's going on. I reckon it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, it's an election, and it's all it's all you know, bull and you know, smash capitalism and all that kind of thing. But I mean, it, it's basically a sport for me. So yeah. Yeah, I just like the graphics. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting, and it's very important. And it's important actually for the world, to be honest. That that is true. Yes. Yeah, it's to- and it's totally important for those um, thousands that are heading for the border uh, that are um, running away from persecution. I need to probably get shot by throwing a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's just madness. Um-